Hello, and welcome back to They Made Another One, where each week we discuss an off-forgotten installment in a franchise and see if you should check it out for yourself. I'm one of your hosts, Corey, and where the fuck is Paul? And with me, I've got Liam. In the words of Zitto Smith, fucking great movie. And Mitch. <laughs> Don't ask me. <laughs> Don't ask me. This shit is way beyond a Ouija board. You were loving that one. Well, yeah, because it's Ouija boards, I right? believe it's Ouija pronounced board. Ouija board. Ouija? Ouija. Ouija. We just talked about this. We did. We didn't just. I was talking about Barbecue Rescue. Barbecue Showdown. <laughs> wow. They Fuck. need to do a crossover episode. Can we start over? <laughs> can we put John Taffer or Taffer or whatever his name is? Jake Taffer. Can we put him on <laughs> Barbecue Showdown? <laughs> Man, he would he would like fall apart. John Taffer would he fall wouldn't apart function on barbecue. He'd get, Why not? He'd get really mad. They'd mutiny and then they'd cook him. Damn. Okay. Speaking of, but can we start over? I had a really rough opening here. No, we can't. Okay, I guess we'll keep going. Do you want to wait? What do you mean? What was the problem? I I I said barbecue rescue. I stumbled to my quote. No, we we're having we're just having fun. I think it's okay. Okay, I'm just going to drink my Minade and forget about my that's, problems. I think that's fine. Because I think we have some explaining to do, especially if you did not hear the previous episode. Mm. Um, but also, yeah. um, just... It's been a, it's been something of an experience trying to watch this movie. We were supposed to watch a movie called Ripper 2 Letter From Within. Yeah, that's what the William Castle film genero, generoed for us. It's what he at, wanted at us to At the end of our last do. discussion. And then we didn't find it anywhere. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it's streaming in America on Prime.com. Um, but here VPN that. And maybe in Tubi. But uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't have access to a VPN. And I've burned all of my VPN like free trials. Mm-hmm. So the hurdle that we hit is that there was no adequate bootleg... And we did not have an easy way to see the movie. And uh, this movie, this podcast doesn't exactly make us money. So I don't think we wanted to throw down the 15 bucks for a VPN just to, to watch Ripper 2. So for the first time in history, ultimately, we could not track the movie down. Which says a lot because we've gone to some dark places to watch movies. Mitch well, pulled I'm, up I'm a movie. I on... could have tracked it down. I just didn't look. Well, whose fault is that? It's mine. But I'm certain I've never not been able to track down a yeah, movie. But you know, you had no problem pulling up the Wayback Machine yeah, when I it mattered up... most to you. Yeah, yeah. I I pulled up the Wayback Machine. I'll do whatever it takes to get the movie. <laughs> and when I'll... I leave, I leave with the cat. I'll go up into old haylofts and look for for films that have been lost. But in the case of Ripper too, the disrespect Why? you show William Castle. Well, I didn't. I wasn't even reading the the chat, and then I found out all of a sudden we were watching this Pumpkinhead movie. Well, William Castle. And frankly, I feel like a bit of a Pumpkinhead for for doing this. We're going over William Castle's head. The sick sense of humor that that fucking guy has. I'll tell you what. So we found Pumpkinhead too, Liam. But we found it in what I would describe as a questionable state. Um, I found a pristine torrent for it. Yeah, well, I don't have a VPN, as we've just established. And if you want me to go to jail, then I'll do that. Do you I need guess. a VPN to torrent stuff? You do now. No, oh. you don't. 
You don't you don't use one? No, I use one, but you, I've know, gotten, you don't. I've gotten those like threatening letters enough from the police, from the Mounties. From the I think the ISP sends it, but I've gotten enough of those that I just stopped. They have sufficiently scared me into no longer doing it without a VPN um on hand. Sounds like cowardice. It is, but also like I don't want to get fined $300 for trying to watch Ripper 2. <laughs> that would be a good story though. <laughs> would it? Um and we should also note that Ripper 2 is still on the table in our future. Yeah, if William we find Castle it, clearly find it. William Castle wants us to watch it where William Castle has just determined we're not ready for it yet. Now I'll find it. Yeah, maybe the the 4 years of prep has been inadequate to really fully understand Ripper 2. But we pivoted then to Pumpkinhead 2 Blood Wings, which William Castle also gave to us. William this Castle, wasn't a choice though, of ours. As I said, six sense of humor on that mother fucking guy he gives and he taketh away boy does he liam and i watched this movie together and together remotely together like, like remotely. the old days um alone together alone together the only place that we could find that that was not dubbed in a language we don't understand is uploaded to youtube 14 years ago in 10 different parts not only that, as Liam shakes his head solemnly, but one of the parts is missing what we've gathered is several minutes of footage, and the this like VHS rip to early YouTube upload is so busted that there were points where we struggled to identify like human facial expressions. I elected to watch it the same way and not through a torrent. You just, did? Yeah. Okay. Just so we could discuss. Yeah. Lee, uh, Mitch, our resident pirate. Um, I prefer the term. I'm a private detective. I detect <laughs> I detect lost films. And I hold them privately. Yes. Um, you prefer uh, Swashbuckler. Corsair. Corsair. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of the boat on the dime? Schooner? Call me old schooner. Old schooner. <laughs> I'm the cinematic schooner. Yeah. It's like the angry video game nerd. <laughs> if he was really into boats. And Cinema all schooner. Cinema schooner. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, Mitch did find it. We don't all have uh, torrenting capacity or willpower, evidently. Um, so we all watched it in... The sorriest state I think we've ever watched a movie in, in terms of, like, pure quality. And that is going to color the discussion we're about to have. For better or for worse, it could go either way, because I gotta say, there's there's some sort of charm to watching a movie in multiple parts on YouTube. I've consumed so countless movies and TV shows that way yeah. around the time this movie was uploaded, 2009. Um, Peak so Smosh. 2009. Yeah, yeah. Peak like watching Fistful of Dollars and like 10 parts on YouTube in 2008. And they got that down to 10 parts? I think it was more than that. Must be. Because YouTube, I think there was a point where like you couldn't upload super long videos. Either. Yeah. No, yeah. You, I think you would typically have to be a minutes. partner to upload more than 10 more. minutes. Yeah. And even then there might have been a limit to the partnership. Yeah, and at one point YouTube got wise and started like clipping out like certain parts. Like you would get to like part six, and then part seven doesn't exist, so you'd have to just go to part eight and fill in the blanks. Yeah, or you would f eventually find an entire movie, but the whole thing was like in reverse 
The image the was flipped, flipped, flipped so that it wouldn't yeah. get taken down. Do you guys Weird remember? Bars. This was the weirdest phenomenon to me. Like some sort of graphic background, and then in the top right corner of the frame, tiny is where they put the yeah. movie. Like you could watch the movie, but it was really small. It was like yeah. video now. It was Extremely. like a video now. Yeah. Yeah, and I was confused by that because I understood why they did it, but the method that they did it made it seem like it was meant to be zoomed in on and you could watch it full screen, oh. but I didn't know how to do that. Yeah, the ultimate small screen experience. You could zoom your browser in, I guess, but I feel like historically for me, it zooms in, but it keeps the integrity of the video size, so it would still show you the whole graphic. Like I don't know if it down. was like that in 2009, though. Yeah, who could say on Windows XP yeah. or Vista Yeah, if that's what that... Dude, Windows Vista sucked ass, by the way. Yeah. XP till I die, bro. Windows 7 was pretty goaded. And Windows 10 was trash. Yeah. I like Windows that one was trash too. Pinball. The pinball XP. one. Yeah. I like that. Goaded. Um, so, yeah, we had to dig deep for... William Castle put us through our paces, quite frankly. And he made us real of our childhoods, which is kind of sweet of him, if, if, if your childhood was good. Um, and... <laughs> Um, the person who uploaded it, it clearly helped them relive something too, because there are some great descriptions in each part. I don't know if you saw these. Like, I finally There's came back to little finish bits the upload. <laughs> little bits of commentary Just a from, from the uploader movie. of this guy. Yeah. The first one, it says fucking great movie, um, which lets you know. Down. Please. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear it. We could pull them up, but this is funnier. And if Mitch is holding a notebook, like a physical Zito, notebook. If Zitto Smith, the user who uploaded this, listens to this podcast, there's a chance he could because he's a big Pumpkinhead 2 fan. <laughs> right. Please contact us. Please. Oh, oh, my God. We are so grateful you uploaded the oh, movie. Here's, here's and I'd, I'd love to know what you ripped it off of, like what quality tape you had or whatever the method must have been like. Here's a description. Pumpkinhead wants to get laid. Also, in this part, you can listen to Pumpkinhead poems. Yes, I remember. <laughs> I think that's part five, maybe part six. It's the one with Linnea Quigley in it, for sure. Uh, yeah, also, it was I a midsection. I, also, I would argue <laughs> you, you looked like like a frustrated court reporter. Just like just throwing your notebook down. Like, ah, it was part the middle. <laughs> oh, I thought you said you were in mid-session, as in you weren't paying attention <laughs> <laughs> what part it was because you were in mid-sesh with Linnea Quigley. <laughs> Bro, God, I, wouldn't have bl- I wouldn't have blamed you. You wouldn't be the first or last person to have done that. Though I would argue that uh, I don't think Pumpkinhead wants to get laid in that scene. I think Pumpkinhead wants to kill that guy. I think he wants to fuck. He wants to stop the laying. Yeah, he's anti-sex. Like Jason no, he Voorhees. wants to sow his pumpkin seeds. I don't like that. I don't like that you said that. Wants to make a pumpkin pie. Why didn't we do this in October? <laughs> <laughs> wants to add a little pumpkin spice to Linnea's day. Yeah. Wants to have sex. Good one. <laughs> wants hey. to put his pumpkin head <laughs> <laughs> somewhere nice. And in your blood. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> I don't even I don't even like that I said that. But hey, that's what they called the movie. You better keep it cuz I wasn't allowed to redo. 
<laughs> what do you want me to? What do you want me to do about it? No edits in this episode okay, because you didn't let Mitch I can start say over. That. Zero edits. I can say I'm that. Farting in the no mic. No one's gonna get mad at me if I say that. <laughs> um. So we did have experience. Actually, before I go on, um, do you guys remember a specific movie that you know you watched that way that was like an iconic moment? I don't think I do. Which oh is yeah, I ask. I like I said, I watched like some old spaghetti westerns that way. Mama mia. Um, like I watched The Big Gun Down that way, <laughs> an old like Sergio Corbucci western from 1966 with Lee Van Cleef. That title is so good. It's goaded. The Big it's, Gun. It's a goaded movie. Um, Dude, I w- it's, it's Bin's core for sure. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, and like he fights like this like Austrian. Ca- he, they have this incredible duel like this Austrian count in the in the middle of the desert. It's great. Why is there an Austrian count in the middle? I don't, of the I don't know if he's Austrian. He might be German, but he wears a monocle and he has like some in the desert? some fancy pistol. Yeah, and he has a cape, Ooh. a purple cape. So you know he's evil. It's great camp. Um, I watched some of the like John Woo movies. I'm pretty sure I watched Hard Boiled that way. <laughs> And uh, honestly, ki- that's probably the easiest way to watch Hard Boiled now. No, it's on Amazon Prime. Is it now? Yeah. I find like John Woo movies are so hard yeah. to find. I watched The Killer that way as well, another John Woo film. Um, there were others. There's. I watched House on Haunted Hill that way. The the VP. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In fact, that's a William Cla- Castle film right there. Boy, is it! I watched a documentary about the making of that movie recently. Did you know that William Castle? was like okay so we're gonna put up like 80 grand to make the film i'll put up 40k and the other guy he produced it with is like you're gonna put it up and william castle never put up his end of the money and he just made the movie with that's, what he had he just made it for 40k yeah yeah that's our guy i think i forget what the name of the guy was but he said he was like the most shameless um con man he'd ever met that's our guy yeah william castle and sometimes i feel conned by the general but well anyway that's a bit of a it checks out yeah, yeah. <laughs> His legacy lives on. I um, I remember watching a lot more TV that way. A lot of sitcoms. It would always be a ten minute ep, a ten minute part, ten minute part, and then like a three minute part. You know, that has yeah. the the credits at the end. I watched a lot of Boy Meets World. A lot of Eight Simple Rules that way. I definitely rewatched The Sandlot two that way. Um, two. Yeah, I don't know if the first one was on there, Gosh. but I remember that the second, I believe the second still is, and I watched the third Sandlot movie that way. You should have watched it that way for the podcast. You should have went back to the YouTube roots. I may have. You yeah. Have to, you have to check the recording. Yeah, I, check I the tape. I, I think I yeah. might have. Do we have a, we should get a notary, not a notary, a stenographer. That's yes. what we need. We need somebody who just writes down everything that we're saying so we can just like control F like Sandlot to YouTube and just see how many times oh, it's come up. That would be incredible. That Dude, would be so cool. If we could cool. search the podcast like with keywords, that's the one thing AI would be good for. I would love to do that. How many times have I said ass, for example? Probably a lot. All it would take is for me to have a week off work and dedicate myself to dictating every episode we've done, and then we'd be all caught up, and then it would be a lot easier. I would just do one episode at a time. Yeah. Between the two of us, I think we could probably do it in a couple days. Because when I like write notes at work and stuff, like I transcribe stuff. I don't just like note it up. Right. So I bet so you're good at it. Yeah. So between the two of us, yeah, yeah I'm, pr- I'm pretty I'm good pretty at quick it too. At between the three of us. Oh yeah, mm. we could transcribe that shit, or we could just have AI do it. Does Shane want to get in on this? He knows a lot of these episodes. If anyone wants to help us with the transcribe, the, the, they made another one project. transcription process. Just don't make me uh, transcribe single white female. 
How many times have I described Man. something as going crazy? That That's episode's, what I want that episode's a wreck. Listen back to that one. I don't know what don't I was on. Don't tell our listeners our episodes are bad. No, First no. All, I think it's good. I think it's a good episode. I just think that I'm out for lunch on that episode. Or to it. Yeah, I'd like to revisit that one because I have I have new thoughts. Do you want to set the record straight right now? No, no. We don't Do you want to set we the record talk about gay? <laughs> We can just talk about pumpkin. Do you want to do you want to do that? <laughs> we'll, we'll wait. Officer, in. hold it. You have to let me set the record, gay. <laughs> that's really funny. I know I'm saying it, so I shouldn't say that it's funny, but I think that's funny. Sometimes you just gotta pat yourself on the back. That was not Linnea Quigley. That was me patting my own back. I promise, pumpkin head ain't here. So, had you guys ever heard of Pumpkinhead? Yes. However, I could not tell you what Pumpkinhead was or is. And I still don't think I can, to be perfectly honest with you. I would have assumed Pumpkinhead looked a lot more like the titular Jack Pumpkinhead from Return to Oz. That's what I thought. I thought Pumpkinhead was... he doesn't a, look like that I thought he was all. a dude with a pumpkin on, a his, pumpkin head on his head who kills people. Sort of like one of the too. Headless Horsemen had a pumpkin on his but head. It, well, he does in some adaptations. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I thought that was Pumpkinhead, Jerry. I thought I was Ichabod Crane. <laughs> Seinfeld jokes, but they all end with "I thought I was Ichabod Crane." <laughs> what's I, What's the deal with airline food? I thought this was the Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> Jerry, I'm fed up. They're all Ichabod Crane. <laughs> <laughs> um no i like in terms of the lore the pumpkin head lore i'd nah, no idea i now know that there's like five movies um over like 20 years there's a video game Yo, there's at least one video it, game what console did it come to it was pc it's an fmv game of this movie i'm getting it it's just clips of this movie and then like a doom clone that's pretty sick it's so interesting. That's got to be one of the few video game based on Pumpkinhead adaptations too. we have. <laughs> Certainly based on Pumpkinhead well, too. Based Mia, on movies we've done. Mamma Mia got one. Yeah. No, I don't know if it did. I was trying to think of a movie that I could name that seemed the least likely to have one, and I could just say that it had one. That would sound unlikely, but also like in the Mamma Mia in, in the mid two thousands, they had so many games. <laughs> Holy moly, this guy's possessed by <laughs> Pumpkinhead. Sorry, I sneezed. Um, just so nobody's wondering what that was, because we're not editing this one, so no I have edits, to explain what this. No sneeze. edits. Do I have to keep the sneeze in. Yeah, fucking keeping it in. <laughs> um, sorry, Liam. Go ahead with the yeah. Like they would have made Sing Star, Mamma Mia, or whatever. Yeah, in the mid two thousands, there were just so many games based on properties that you would think wouldn't have oh, games. Oh, I see. You mean, on like them. you mean like just like the licensed game boom? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like there were so many games that just gave you a plastic microphone. That like if oh. you wanted to make a Mamma Mia video game, it would just have been a yeah. Game. Well, GameCube had that microphone attachment pretty late in the console's life too. Yeah, but like PS two, they would give you just like a microphone that just like plugged in with like a USB oh, right, cable. Sure. And you could do yeah. SingStar. There was like Def Jam Rap Star. There was like. Uh, I guess like rock band and guitar hero did they have microphones by PS2 or was it PS3 Did they, they come to PS2? Well Guitar Hero is like 1 through yeah 3 I, I don't think least. I don't think by then they were doing microphones No I think it. rock band showed up and then uh Harmonix was like Yeah uh yeah, but that was like in the next gen Or no rock band was made by Harmonix 
Neversoft was like, ah, fuck. Yeah. Ah, shit. I'm going to get microphones. Um, And then all of those games vanished forever. <laughs> Unless you play Clone Hero. That's like the one thing that you can do. Um, it's anyway. About, it's about the Star Wars clones. None of that really has anything to do with uh, Pumpkinhead. Mitch, what do you know about Pumpkinhead before today? Zip. Zip. I, I thought it was just a like a dude Zip. with a pumpkin that killed people in like cornfields. That's also what I thought. You know, I or, thought it was a very like Children of the Corn, Ichabod Crane sort of, sort of like an autumnal, a very autumnal, a very sort autumnal, of, autumnal a sort of, maybe around Thanksgiving. You know, the, uh, the leaves are starting to change. Post Labor Day, pumpkin head comes out, and you're wearing a, your flannel, and you get blood all over it because you're dead. It's Ichabod Crane, Charlie Brown, kind of thing, but with pumpkin head is there. As the well. great pumpkin. The great pumpkin head. Bro, she gives me great pumpkin. <laughs> no edits. No edits. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was worth the reaction it got, but I'm not sure. Liam just looked upset. <laughs> what? Just gnarly. I like how you say bro beforehand. Like you're you're telling it to someone. You might you have to share it. Well, yeah, you're just gonna say that to yourself. Well, what about to her? You're just thinking you want to call her bro. That's, I know that's why I'm. That's I just why want I'm you shocked. to know that you give great. Well, I mean, you might head. actually. You might call. like you would think you would give her the compliment in the moment, but you're like, no, I'm <laughs> I'm saving this compliment this for my bro. Review. This is this is like for the New York Post. The New York Post, not the Times. The Post. <laughs> it's not salacious enough. <laughs> um. Liam, did you know a lot about Pumpkinhead? No, about as much as you guys did. I just heard the title in passing, so I also assumed it was a, a more pumpkin-driven more sort pumpkin-driven killer. I um I probably kind of got it confused with the movie Jacko, which I believe yes, is a pumpkin. also a pumpkin slasher, but I haven't seen that either, so I also could be wrong. Mitch, what are you laughing at? I'm laughing at the name Jacko. Yeah, do you Jacko, have a good punchline yeah. for that? Come on. I'm going to be watching Jacko later, if you know what I mean. Jacko! I can't can't believe we published these. (laughs) I can. All right. This is like the... This is highbrow compared to some shows. Um, I feel like a rap lyric, a rap diss lyric could spin something as to like... Being Jacko. I'm getting great pumpkin head and you're just off Jacko. There's something there. (laughs) Yeah, you could incorporate that into a song. Um, I also, for some reason, associate Pumpkinhead with a horror franchise called Phantasm. You guys heard of that? Yeah, I've yes. heard of it. I, I don't. That doesn't strike me as particularly pumpkin-driven. No, I can't imagine it is at all. It's probably just because they're both franchises that I, I believe... I think Phantasm is actually kind of old like it might have started really early 80s or late 70s but they're around the same time in my head and they both start with p and i hadn't seen any installment of them so i associate them so maybe we've got to get to phantasm as well Yeah, phantasm is like 1979 yeah yeah when you said it, it it reminded me of like it i had to assume it was like poltergeist era of like that wave of like supernatural horror strikes me as something that would have a phantasm in it. 
But then this ended up being more uh, supernatural than I thought it would be as well. So Yeah, it does have a big demon in it. Um, maybe it's a double feature worth having. But maybe demons are real. Maybe it's not supernatural at all. You guys believe in demons? I get them every uh, every week. <laughs> this is de- I guess yeah, we use demons too colloquially. Yeah. But like I got a lot of demons. Do you believe in like real demons? Um <laughs> What that sentence by the way doesn't make any sense if you like Do you believe in it. real demons? <laughs> As opposed to believing in fake demons. I believe in fake demons. Um, I don't know. I think demonic possession is a fascinating subject. But do you think it's real? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, is the exorcist real? I don't know. I think it's real to the people who believe it. That's what words mean. That's yeah. magic, my guy. That's the demons. That's <laughs> the, the flat mis- earth is real to the people who believe it, too. Yeah. Liam, it's do you very think real. demons are real? You know, I don't... I'll draw the hard line for now. I'll say I don't believe demons are real, but I believe ghosts are real. So why do I have that distinction in my head? I don't exactly know. Maybe... Do you believe in God? No. That might this be why. This is kind of podcast. <laughs> no, but let's think about this for a second. Otherwise, we have to start talking what, about... One time, head. me and my buddy Mike <laughs> tried to summon demons in his basement. Was it with a pizza box? No, we set up like a pentagram and everything. We tried to summon demons. We set up a pentagram. Oh, he did. He was really adamant and he was like really fucked up. And he wrote like 666 on his chest. And he started like insulting the demons being like, come on, you fuckers. What happened? Nothing. Okay. So, but here's the thing. The distinguishing factor, I think, between believing in demons and believing in ghosts, I think to believe in demons, I think requires a belief in god because they're like oppositional forces maybe so i think like to understand demons as being like hellish ghouls whereas a ghost can just be like a guy that lived in the 1840s i don't don't know if that's entirely true because like most cultures like have something that resembles a demon like within their their like folklore history or religions yeah but not even just like the judeo-christian but here's my question did we grow up in any of those i grew up in a catholic community yeah, but they have demons because they have God. Yes, but that's I mean, why I'm using. But I mean, this other example. cultures just just have demons, right? But w- that's what that's. And they my don't necessarily point. have the God lore but behind Liam it. Liam didn't grow up in a culture where they just have demons. We have like the chupacabra. That's just a big dog or whatever. Bro, that's not a demon. <laughs> but <laughs> maybe to the goats that he eats. That's a cryptozoological. Demon. But anyway, no. But my, what my point is is that like yeah, other culture. I can't believe this is what we're talking about. Other cultures might just have demons. They might just be like raw dogging demons yeah. existing. But I think here, where we grew up, I think it is more likely, particularly if you did grow up at least around something Christian-ish. Yeah. Like I went to Catholic schools, whatever. Yeah. Like, I feel like that roots your belief in demons in a framework that requires Christian God. Yeah. And that's not just a guy. I don't I know. know. I don't I'm, know if that's entirely true. Cause I know people who like aren't religious, who claim to have seen Mons. Seen Mons. Oh, they claim to have seen. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, but, I said but like, do they mean demons? Like yes. capital D yeah, demons? Like d- demonic entities. Yes. And you know, they're atheists. Yes. Godless. Maybe they're lying to themselves. Maybe. I don't know. But I don't think that I don't think the existence of demons needs needs. Uh, no, God. no, no. I don't think that. 
Okay. Like personally. But you're just, you're but just what I'm, putting what up I'm the flag positing because we're just speculating. Why might it be that Liam believes in ghosts and not demons? And I think that maybe something demonic could fall in Liam's ghost belief category. But if you're thinking demons in the way that we tend to talk about demons, which is usually from hell, <laughs> which requires Christian heaven to go to Christian hell, where what we grew up around is, then that might be why. <laughs> okay. I just think that could be it. Because but, but here's there's, the thing. there's room for more gr- demons on the right, spectrum. Right, but I didn't grow up under like the Shinto religion where there's like spirits everywhere. I didn't do that. So I can't say that. You know what I mean? Maybe that person is more likely to believe in demons. Maybe. Than me. Maybe. I mean, that's that's like their system of of belief i guess but yes, but but that's all i'm saying liam didn't grow up there either i'm just gonna speak for him yeah he's looking he's thinking am i on to anything here do you think no i don't think so very probably probably i think that's a good point i mean yeah you know sometimes i think to myself and it's kind of what a, a wonderful world so it's, true. it's kind of a messed up thought to have but Sometimes I wish that I was raised religious so that I had like a baked in fear of possession and like ghosts and stuff. Cause then I think I would get more out of <laughs> this is all about movie enjoyment. Then I think I would get more out of like possession movies and ghost movies. And I think cause that's, that's part uh, a big part as to why those movies are such so effective to people and such money makers is cause people, who grew up in religion have that sort of instilled yeah. in them, even if they're not religious anymore. Right. I know I've said this before, but on the pod, but in my community where I grew up, the the priest who served our parish, the one that I went to, Roman Catholic, was the only one certified by the Roman Catholic Church to perform exorcisms in all of Canada, which is kind of kind of wild. So, oh, so what you're telling me is that guy believed in Christian God and also demons? He was certified by the Vatican to perform exorcisms. I mean, so yes, yeah, sounds like sounds like a W in the Corey call. Uh, yes, but th- there are mons. <laughs> there are demons. There, there's mons everywhere, bro. Right, but like, here's what I need to make sure that I've made clear, and I think to Liam I have. So, here's what I would argue. Here's all I'm saying. Right, all I'm saying is. You look perplexed. Are you okay? No editing. Um, All I'm saying is you might be more likely to believe in ghosts but not demons if you weren't religious with the Christian Catholic framework we grew up around. But if you grew up in that, you might be more likely to lump demons in with your overall potential ghost belief. Yeah, that's a, that's a fair argument. That's the only thing I've been saying. So I didn't grow up in a in a framework where I could be like, ah, yes, the demons, I know them. Well, I, the demons. The demons, yeah. Like, I just knew Damien from The Omen. I knew I Matt, Matt I didn't know Matt demons. Damon. I knew Matt Damon. I, mean, I knew Matt Demon. Matt Damon. Um, <laughs> Bro, I just got that. Which one? The word Damien kind of sounds like demon. demon. Yeah, because the dude's got fucking ghosts in him. Or, or demons, He's I guess. He's got demons, yeah. <laughs> so I guess they're, I guess they're patently not ghosts. The darker side. It'd be weird. His name would have to be like, like, 
like ghost daniel or something <laughs> if it was ghosts but it's not it's not ghost daniel so do you believe in demons Corey? No. you believe in ghosts um now here's where it gets interesting i don't know if i do but as a kid i definitely saw some shit where like i wouldn't know how else i would describe it but um roasts i tend to associate those things now with like overactive childhood imagination rather than like an earnest belief because like one really clear memory i have is in the house that i spent my childhood in going down our stairs and seeing the basement being very darkly lit um like just totally black and seeing like two red like in my memory it's eyes right like it looks like eyes it's scary but like it's probably lights from something probably just like or a, a US, demon a or US, a demon a usb light i think that's one of the two that ain't a regular old ghost no but like it was a mon i've seen that whatever that was we don't know it was doing the we didn't the have USB, we didn't have so, usb but, lights well, so when you think about stairs. that memory your adult brain is still thinking i didn't get confirmation at the time so it could have been no my adult a ghost brain demon? thinks it was my imagination oh okay but a- as a child i was like ah it could have been a could have been a ghost or a demon i probably thought ghost i don't think i thought demon did, I didn't I know was, what demons were. I, no, I went to like Catholic schools and stuff, but I like brushed that shit off. But they early. didn't really teach us about demons in Catholic. But school. also, it's just like I'm just saying, like God wasn't for me either. Like I never really got on that train. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't mean anything by it, but I just it wasn't. I wasn't gonna do it. Um, I told this. I must. I might have told this right before, but like, um, it, it was coming around time for everybody to because I went to Catholic schools. You get like. Uh, first communion in like second grade or whatever and then in seventh grade which in our case was before we went before i went to the high school you get confirmed they did it much earlier for us oh ours was like yeah we were like 12 or something yeah but um and like confirmation if i remember right is basically like you're in for real yeah. Um in the religion? Yeah. Well, in Catholicism it's like if you're if you're you're like all the you're way ba- in. when you're baptized you're in, you're in for life technically, but confirmation comes later. Yeah, it's like yeah. now you're an adult and you're in. Yeah. Um and everybody else had signed up and my mom was like, "Yo, do you want to get baptized?" And I was, or she was like, "Confirmed. Do you want to get confirmed?" And I was like, "No." She was like, "Okay, you don't have to." And I was like, "Great." But you're still baptized, so there's like instances but, of demons like knowing if you're baptized. But bro. the school started calling my mom and being like, yo, do you know that Corey's not like signed up for confirmation? Heretic. And they were like, she was like, yeah. And they were like, well, aren't you going to sign him up? And she was like, no, he doesn't, <laughs> doesn't want to. I'm not just going to make him do it. And it, th- these calls repeated. Think of his and soul. It got so serious. Think of his soul. <laughs> it got so serious that we were at the church. They brought in Mitch's priest. We were at the church for something and the priest like took my mom aside and was like, yo, your boy is possessed. He's not getting conf- like, what's up? Let the Holy spirit like, into the, the ball. Dude. Like they had, my mom had to like really put her foot down and insist like, no, like they take that. They take it very seriously. Um, so it's a matter of life and, and afterlife. And yeah, it's a matter of eternity, I suppose. Um, yes. 
And now you will languish in hell for eternity. That was all the Jacko. That wasn't really the confirmation mm, item. Yeah. All yeah. the Jacko. <laughs> it definitely wasn't all the pumpkin head you were getting. <laughs> nope. Oh, I think that's also not a sin, right? But getting pumpkin? Getting head? sick dome? I don't think yeah. it's a sin. Right. <laughs> Hey, JC, is it a sin to get some sloppy top? Yo, I need some pumpkin spice. <laughs> this is gross. This has become gross. Did you say sloppy top? I did say that. I've never heard that, never heard that before. <laughs> Do you guys want to hear the casting crew? I need you to top my slop up. <laughs> Do you guys want to hear the the casting crew of Pumpkinhead yes. two blood wings? Yeah, I know Liam. Like the one time Liam like gives us a time he needs to be done by, we start asking each other if we believe in God. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, listeners, we still have plenty of time to get to all of Pumpkinhead two. This movie is directed by Jeff Burr. It's cold out there. Um. He directed uh, Stepfather 2. Oh, um, do that that's on the a pod contender. sometime. Leatherface, yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. That is a surefire. We're doing Pod and Salmon. Yeah. Um, Puppet Masters 4, 5, and Blitzkrieg Massacre. I don't know if that's 6 or later. Never I don't heard. know how many Puppet Masters there are. Uh-huh. Wait, the, the title is Puppet Master Blitzkrieg Massacre? That's correct. Wow. That's crazy. We've got to get to that franchise. Isn't, that's a huge blind spot. Nazis? too. Nazis? Maybe in the some name like that, it would check out. Yeah. Haven't seen him. Haven't um, seen him. Also, Frankenstein in the Werewolf Reborn, and I also wrote down Johnny Misto Boy Wizard. <laughs> you think that was before I, or after Harry Potter? I'm just still thinking about it was before Puppet Master Blitzkrieg Massacre. That's it, a crazy title. Yeah, wild. that sounds like <laughs> there's definitely Nazis like in the that. The puppets just like broke through the Maginot line or something. They might have. We yeah. don't know. Um, this movie is written by Ivan and Constantine Chakorina. It is their only credit on IMDb. However, there are two other credits for some reason. Um, additional dialogue by Andrew Osborne, who wrote for Cash Cab, the TV show Cash what? Cab. What? And also... You hit the right for Cash Cab? I thought it was all real. I mean, they wrote the questions, maybe. I hope it's not scripted. Um, and also, um, a trauma movie called Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD. I watched the trailer. It looks like the most racist thing I've ever seen. Sounds racist. It is an NYPD cop who, through like some sort of supernatural force, ends up being turned into like a Kabuki, a Japanese Kabuki character, and has to stop like some kind of demon. Whoa. We've got to get to a trauma movie. We really do. Uh, They're rebooting the Toxic Avenger. That might be our way in. That might be our way in. Um, The editor is Lauren A. Schaefer. Worked on Days of Thunder. Also, Ayn Rand, A Sense of Life. Shout out Mm. to the Fountainhead, bro. Yuck. Um, Got some wicked Fountainhead the other day. (laughs) She eyed on my Rand till I found it. She got me doing that Atlas Shrug. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know any other Ayn Rand book names. She Miriam on my Webster till I diction. 
how have we not done this joke format yet? It's funny every time. <laughs> um, <laughs> she also worked on uh the West Wing, the movie Push. Um, not a skateboard movie. Uh, I don't think so. I think it looked sort of like uh, what's that Hayden Christensen movie where he fights on the Egyptian pyramid? Jumper. It looked a little bit like that to me. Um. Queen Sugar and also The Summer I Turned Pretty, which is a show that's out like right now. Still it's working. a great title. The Summer I Turned Pretty. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, the cinematography is by Bill Dill. In the movie, he's oh. credited as William Dill, but IMDb has him as Bill Dill. My name's Bill Dill. <laughs> I like to think that like when he worked on this movie, he it, that had never occurred to him. And then he was like, oh, that's good. But branding. at some point, it struck him that he could be Bill, Bill Dill. Dill. The name's Bill Dill. Bill Dill also shot Jason Goes to Hell. Okay. All right. The final Friday. I wonder if he's Bill Dill on that one. I never noticed the name Bill Dill. But he you feel like be. he might re- might have remembered. I would like to think that I would, but you know. But then it, he was going by Billy Dilly. The music is by Jim Manzi, <laughs> which I thought were only in the jungle. Quite frankly, I wasn't laughing at that name. I know, but I'm just, I was. I was thinking about Billy Dilly. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. Um, he worked on a bunch of Jeff Burr movies, including From a Whisper to a Scream. Uh, Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, Stepfather 2, but also a movie called Blood Surf and Night of the Demons 2. This movie stars Andrew Robinson as Sheriff Braddock. I did not recognize him, but he was in Hellraiser. Apparently. The first one, eh? Yeah. Well, uh, Ch- oh, of course you wouldn't recognize him on this version. Well, he yeah. wasn't. He wasn't Hellraiser. I barely recognized him as human. Yeah, <laughs> this fucking as video quality. My God. Yeah. Um, Child's Play Three, Dirty mm-hmm. Harry, Star Trek: Deep Space Nine, and who, who one of he? the most accursed things I've ever heard, Mrs. Columbo. <laughs> so Columbo's whole bit, right, is that he talks about his wife, but like we don't know his wife. They made a show about his wife. Whoa! So wait, and you- his wife is a reporter that solves crimes. He's Which fucked. I do, that's not canon. I don't respect that at all. And also, uh, the actress playing Mrs. Columbo played uh, Captain Janeway on uh, Star Trek as well, by the way. Fun fact. Anyway, Mrs. Columbo exists, and that's why I think we should all be dead. Corey's had enough of these woke franchises. <laughs> yeah, Corey's just a chauvinist. Well, no edits. No edits. <laughs> <laughs> this might end up getting some edits. <laughs> uh, Billy uh, Dilly. Barry Davis plays uh, young Sean Braddock. Uh, Amy Dolans plays Jenny. Uh, she was on General Hospital, uh, an episode of Pacific Blue, the Ferris Bueller TV show, uh, the movie Can't Buy Me Love, where Patrick Dempsey buys a girlfriend. And and uh, White Wolves, A Cry in the Wild 2, which truly means we will be doing this show as long as we want. Because what the fuck is that? Um, Soleil Moon Fry is Marcy. She has a very special credit in the opening credits. They make like a big deal that she's in the movie, and I didn't know why. Uh, she was Punky Brewster on Punky Brewster. I should, should I know what that is? Yeah. It's like a very popular 80s sitcom about like a kid named Punky Brewster who was like adopted by like a stuffier 
sort of family, but she's like okay. Cool. I, I have heard it referenced. I've never seen it. She though. was also on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Okay. Uh, she was also uh, in Bratz movies and video games. Forever Diamonds? And yes. I've got that on my shelf right now on the game. She's team. in it. You pull that up. She plays Jade. For real? Yes. It's like one of my favorite Bratz. She's one of the top five. <laughs> wow. That's great. <laughs> well, um, and also, a- The Proud Family. Okay. Yeah. Proud Family's a good-ass show. Didn't see the reboot, but it's probably not, it's probably not bad. Um, Jay Trevor Edmond plays Danny. He was in Return of the Living Dead 3. Another franchise we got to yes. get to. Hill Harper plays Peter. He's on The Good Doctor. <laughs> the good I am the surgeon. <laughs> I've only seen like one clip of that show, so that's like all I have to go off. <laughs> but, uh, I am the surgeon. CSI I just New love York. the memes. CSI New York. Covert Affairs. Stonehenge Apocalypse. Steel, the superhero movie starring Shaq. Stonehenge the Apocalypse sounds like something Graham Hancock would make. Also, he's friends with Barack Obama, and also, he's currently running for Senate in Michigan, like right now. Is he okay? He's a Democrat. I don't know if he's okay. All right. But like... I feel like no one uh, one who seeks public office is okay. But like, he could be worse. (laughs) Um... Alexander Polinski plays Paul. He was in uh, a lot of popular cartoons and also Curious George 3 Back to the Jungle. Michael Cara, not Michael Sarah, plays Corey. Linnea Quigley plays Nadine. Linnea Quigley had too many credits for me to go through. She's like, you know, screen, scream queen icon. You get it, you know. Mark McCracken is the titular pumpkin head. Mark McCracken. She marked on my McCracken till I pumpkin head. I don't know, whatever. Um, <laughs> no edits. She, he, sorry. Um, Mark McCracken is in The Place Beyond the Pines. Oh, we yeah. We Were Soldiers and Where the Wild Things Are. Some great movies. Steve Cannelly plays Judge Casper Dixon. He was on Dallas and also the reboot of Dallas that was also called Dallas. Um, the Last Chance Detective, and the TV show version of In the Heat of the Night, which we've talked about more than once somehow. Um, John Gattens. Who remembers this name? You should. I remember the name. I just can't. can't you do? Do you? I wouldn't even go that far. John Gattens. Actor. Leprechaun 3. Mm. Writer. Writer. We did Leprechaun 3 in the pod. We did Leprechaun I feel like I got to say I these didn't things do it sometimes. In case Writer. People- are interested power rangers oh the one we did in the pot yeah nice and also coach carter and flight in kong skull island but important for we us went, we went to the set of kong skull island we did do that he, oh, yeah. he wrote all those he has story by credits on most of those right i he's do the, he's the writer writer for power rangers and then story credits on a bunch of them i do remember and learning he in, and it was in leprechaun 3 i remember learning that the actor for leprechaun 3 became a writer because he was like yes. the main dude in leprechaun yeah and we 3. were like astounded yeah that was early enough that we were like wow these people can do anything that is cool um yeah gloria hendry plays dr delilah pettibone no one make a joke about that please um <laughs> she was in live and let die the Let's Godfather go. of Harlem and Black Belt Jones. I would like to watch like all those movies. Yeah. Lillian Chauvin plays Miss Ozzy. She was in Silent Night, Deadly Night 1. And by extension, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. That means she's been with Linnea before. That yeah. means she was at the bottom of my list. She was in Predator 2. No, no, no. The, the, you're thinking of uh, oh, Silent fuck. Night, Buddy Night. 
to revival. I made the same mistake twice. Also, catch me if you can. And a very confusingly named movie. Attack of the Five Foot Two Women. But I had read it as Attack of the Five Foot Two Women. Like it was two women who were five feet tall right. attacking you. It's very confusing. It would just be a bit grammatically incorrect, I suppose. Yeah, Karen Kay plays Beth Braddock. Jean-Paul Manu plays Tommy. He was in Phil of the Future and Euro Trip. Oh, <laughs> great. Two great properties. I just went with those. He had a lot of credits and I was running out of time. I was ready to pop off at Phil, but Euro Trip is legitimately. That's a 10 out of 10. And Kingdom Hearts 3. He's got a good track record, so uh, I believe Roger it. Roger Clinton Jr. plays Mayor Bubba. He's the half-brother of former U.S. President Bill Clinton. That's true, Mitch. Whoa. He was also in Biodome. <laughs> and also, he went to jail. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> we looked that up. He went bio on my dome. <laughs> Joe Unger plays Ernst. He was in A Nightmare on Elm Street. And uh, Leatherface, again, and The Bodyguard, and Fast Charlie the Moonbeam Rider, <laughs> uh, which is pretty cool sounding. And also, R.A. Mahalyov plays Bi- Red Byers. He was Leatherface in Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, and is also in a movie called Hatchet 2. Yo, yeah, I is, that like a re- is that like a, the, like Gary, the, the Gary Paulson? No, like, it's not. It, no. But imagine... <laughs> uh, Okay, no, really it's a quick. Modern slash. Is that who franchise. wrote Hatchet? That's just like, yeah, Gary oh, Paulson. Yeah, dumb. you pulled it, GP. Gary Paulson. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's pretty good because I haven't thought about that since the fifth grade. What was the other book? White Fang, maybe. We did Tuck Everlasting. What is that? You don't know Tuck Everlasting? I've never even heard of that. Oh, it's fucking. Do we wild. have time for this? Liam has. I don't think we do. Liam has forty-five I, minutes I, to be prepared of his house. Go ahead. It's about, is, it's about this family that have, has this well, like this spring near is their it about house. This guy from Midsummer Night's Dream. I forget who's. I don't know. I, it's a book, and uh, they, <laughs> I think that's Puck, not Tuck. Oh, is it? I've never. Yeah. So really quick, sorry oh, to fuck. interrupt your episode, but okay. um, we we were supposed to read a Midsummer Night's Dream in tenth grade, and it took our English teacher, who was also our gym teacher, so long to get us through Lord of the Flies that we didn't read the Shakespeare. So I have no idea what that story is about to this day. Oh, yes. The bard. That's <laughs> just what you say every time someone brings it up. Anyway, you go. No, uh, no it's about this family that finds this spring behind their house, and the water is special, and it gives them everlasting life. The water is special? Yeah, it's special water. What's the catch? Uh, I forget how it... I know it ends with with someone hitting somebody with the butt of a shotgun and being hanged. It's a real downer of an ending. Damn. Yeah. I, Red think they get I don't know if they get hanged. It's the ma who hits somebody in the head with the butt of a shotgun. I forget it. It was the fifth grade. It's heavy. I don't know if she gets hanged. Anyway, Pumpkinhead is about a guy who likes to play with a fire truck and then a bunch of greasers like throw him into a mine shaft. <laughs> uh, before, not like, you know, they still stab him with a switchblade like a dozen times, <laughs> yeah. hit him with bats, and then throw him down the shaft. So Pumpkinhead is about a guy who likes playing with a fire truck who gets eviscerated by a bunch of greasers with switchblades and bats and a chain and a mine shaft. And then you flash forward to this New York City cop who goes back to his small town roots to get his daughter away from a life of like crime, I guess, or getting up to bad stuff at the very least. And um, she falls in with the wrong crowd 
and they end up hitting a witch with their car. And that witch, as a means of revenge, summons Pumpkinhead. And then Pumpkinhead spends a bunch of time killing people that has nothing to do with that group at all. And then eventually, once the infighting reaches its peak, um, Pumpkinhead comes for them. But not before the mayor can do like a reverse Jaws where he wants to try to monetize the existence of Pumpkinhead. Like Pumpkinhead is good for tourism. Which I just think is interesting. Also, the geography of this town looked the same as Stephen King's trucks. Yeah. The tapped. That's what I would say. Also, I'd say it was pretty close to... Uh, oh, Christ. What's the name of the... the we just watched it. Silent Single Way Female 2. The no, 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 no. It was uh, the one with the... It's I'm a wonderful life sequence. Much worse than that. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 976 Evil yeah, 2. Yeah, 976 Evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Astral Factor. Yeah. That one... <laughs> It's has the, the most, same same kind of geography. It's the most astral factor I've ever encountered, quite frankly. And speaking of trucks comparison, it does kind of feel like a Stephen King story. Or at least like a trashy Stephen King adaptation. It's got the, it's it got the greasers, small town, a little yeah. bit of supernatural Boy action. Boy being thrown down a mine shaft. Yeah. Yeah. Sex. He does he does love his sex. My dad's a judge. Judge dad. Political intrigue. It's got it all. Um, it, what it doesn't have is a guy with a pumpkin head, which I thought was weird. Disappointing, um, I'd say. Yeah, can we just gauge quickly how upset were you by the lack of a physical pumpkin head? So I, I thought like the the monster design was like solid. The xenomorph? Yeah, I thought it was really pretty solid. I was just hoping for kind of a guy in like overalls with like straw hands and, and like a pumpkin scythe, head. maybe. Kind of like a scarecrow almost is yeah. what I was kind of hoping for. With a big hat. Yeah. And like, does he have like a jack-o'-lantern face? Yeah. Yeah, for sure, right? Yeah. That's what I was hoping for. Yeah, that's what I was hoping for as well. Or maybe like an Ichabod Crane type character. Yeah. Who could sort of have a pumpkin-shaped head. Ichabod Crane doesn't have a... He's a school teacher. But he could have a pumpkin-shaped head. He might, but... He, he might, No, but he's, he's described as being more meek. But he might... In in pumpkin head have a pumpkin's head. She ache about a micro until I pumpkin head. I don't know, whatever. Um <laughs> Yeah, I could have done with a pumpkin head yeah. in this movie too. Yeah. Um uh, this is not the first time I've been okie doked by a what I thought would be a pumpkin headed movie. There's a movie called Hack O Lantern. Yeah, the no 80s. pumpkin head in that. No pumpkin head in that. It was a, a great movie actually, but still no pumpkin head. Is that the one with the rock band? No, I think there might be some music action in it, but I don't know what you mean exactly. Like, there, like a band is like central to the plot in the thing that I'm thinking of. I've seen Hack O Lantern though. Yeah, but evidently I I thought so. It might have a it band might. in it. We have no way of knowing. Just seen it the once, but it was really good. Um, and I haven't seen Jacko, so now I want to check that out because I'm at this point I'm really craving a pumpkin-headed killer. Yeah. But li- like like Mitch, I still really liked the monster design in this. Yeah. If I didn't know that the movie was called Pumpkinhead, I never would have questioned it. Yeah, Mitch, did you like the movie? It's interesting. So okay, Werner Herzog. It's interesting you ask me that question. The human condition <laughs> of the pumpkin. Does, does Werner Herzog believe in demons? He's thrown down the mine shaft. <laughs> you must never watch this film. Do we Mario. think he believes? No, the he would tell human, you to watch it because you have to like know what people are watching. Like he's like, I bet 
Werner Herzog like watched this shit out of the Jersey Shore just to like know. What, I would I would pay a fortune for him to narrate the Jersey Shore. <laughs> and this, and this this one is Snooky. DJ Polly D. <laughs> anyway, what, um, what does it stand for? What does it mean? How does his hair stand so upright? Uh yeah, I I did like this movie um for the most part. I think I found it difficult to engage with because of the quality. It looks like the, it looks like, it looks like ass. fucking ass. Yeah. And, but, and by that you mean like the YouTube quality. Yeah. Yeah, I think if I had watched it in a better quality, I might have enjoyed it more than I did and and also not with it like truncated in in, in parts, right? I feel like that's kind of inconvenient. There's a charm to it for sure. You have the autoplay set up? Uh, no, I didn't. No. Yeah. So I was like taking breaks. I was like getting up, taking a shit. Whatever. I linked you to the playlist. It was supposed to just play them all. Mm. 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 Sounds like your own fault. Uh, yeah, it's probably my fault. But but anyway, um, I I think it's even with all that said, like the technical stuff, I think there are aspects of this movie that shine through. Um, all of that. I think that there's like really good campy uh vibes in this movie that, that are that are pretty fun um i love the opening flashback and like that guitar riff that they play every time they go out to the to the shack like the boom wow wow i think that that's very charming yeah when we watched the three minutes of the dub before realizing it was the dub the opening had like different music in it oh that's interesting it had like new metal in it <laughs> huh yeah, no, I like the, I like the way that the opening scene is done. I like the way that it's sh- it's shot. I think there are some really interesting shots in this movie, um, even though a lot of it is kind of plain. I think the the interiors and the sets are really great. Um, you could see them. I got an idea of them. Um, Mitch, did you invent a better movie in your mind's eye? <laughs> I did it a couple weeks ago, apparently. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, like I, I don't love the movie. By the end of it, I was ready for it to be over. Um, but I think there's some good stuff here and some like fun kills and like it's fine. It's pretty good. I feel like you, you're doing that thing again where I can't tell how you actually feel about it. I'm positive on it. I think. Okay, here I'll. I'll, I'll how do many it. single white female twos was this? Uh, Out of ten single white female twos. probably like a six and a half okay six and a half maybe seven but depends on probably, which way the wind probably is probably six and a half um but like this is like a perfectly okay movie that i think you could like put on around like halloween and just like have a good time if you have like some friends over eating popcorn whatever um but i don't think it's like you know the greatest thing the general has ever given us liam what do you, what do you think i'm gonna act like i don't know because I kind of know. I think I kind of know. Maybe I don't, though. Tell me if I'm yeah, wrong. I don't, I don't think I told you much. I mean, so Corey and I watched this movie over voice call together. We synced up our, our play. Um, and so we occasionally reacted to the movie. But we didn't really have a discussion about it afterwards. And some time has passed since then. And sometimes that changes your perspective on a movie. Like, it's been a few days since I've seen Barbie. And Barbie is just getting better for me. Yeah, there's, so, it's got way more Stallone in it than, than this movie had. Yeah, at least three times the amount of Stallone. Bare minimum. Um, and I honestly think that time has also been a bit favorable to Pumpkinhead 2 for me. 
Um, the difference is I came out of Barbie already loving it, whereas I came out of this um, ambivalent. Pretty, pretty ambivalent. Um, like Mitch, there's stuff I like about it. I I like the small town autumnal setting. Um, I like the setup with the prior evil of these greasers <laughs> killing this kid. I'm a sucker for that sort of horror movie setup. Um, I like the idea of a cop returning to his roots in a small town. I really like the monster design that gets revealed here, that pumpkin head. Very suddenly. Very suddenly. He just sort of appears. Yeah, I was not expecting and he's, it. He's like a big gargoyle. He is, yeah. Yeah, he's, I'll, I'll call him Pumpkinhead, but... He, but Pumpkinhead is his name, but it's, it's not his story. No, his story is like is is very like gargoyle xenomorph core, like HR gargoyle. Yeah, and I think it looks pretty good, and I think he's got he has character to him in the way that he's he a bit moves. goofy. He's a little funny, silly. Yeah, I kinda, like that. It's kind of rubbery. He's a little he's a little bit rubbery, but I think the movie feels pretty scattered and and toothless like characters kind of just wander in and out of the story we don't really stick with anyone as much as i would like i would i would love to have gotten to know the cast of teens better we don't hang out with them all that much um same with uh our 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 lead um it kind of just it bounces around quite a bit i mean case in point is the cameo from the mayor mayor bubba Clinton Jr. Yeah. Um, Big Clint J. And on one hand, something like that is is charming to me and like makes a, a bargain bin horror movie like that sort of memorable to me and just have a bit of ha- have a bit of color to it. And I like that. But on the other hand, it feels totally needless and that the movie doesn't actually um, yeah, like, why know what it's there? doing. Yeah. So I'm I'm of I'm of two minds about it because I also love movies like that um, from this era that are kind of just killing time. I think it's one of those like the good ones are good. I guess so. (laughs) And then like the okay ones are okay. Um, but I I think that you know the movie doesn't actually pack all that much of a punch. There's there's not much of a climax here. The editing feels pretty sloppy. Like even the kill sequences, there's not a whole lot of tension and release. I, I'm I'm with you there with the ending. It feels like it's like almost like the Raymond Chandler school of writing, where it's like when in doubt, have someone pull out a gun, mm. and now we're at the end. Yeah. Um. So where I come away from this movie is um, Dashiell Hammett who said that. I don't know. I'm thinking that I I had a nice time watching it, and I and I would have. I would have it on as background noise, as sort of color in the October season, but. I'm more inclined, if I want that, to check out the original. I'm I'm interested in that, um, and then by extension, maybe the maybe the next ones, just to see if they have more of that sort of October small town feel yeah. that I like so much. Um, but I certainly wasn't so fascinated by this story that I I'm rushing to check out the third or fourth one. But I am curious to check out the first one um, because I imagine that this one is just sort of a knockoff of that character after it made money on the home video Maybe? circuit. Because Wikipedia says that they're like 
have almost nothing to do with each other. Huh. So, like, they may have just made this design up even. Like, Pumpkinhead might have a pumpkin head in it. We don't even know. Right. I see what you mean. It's entirely possible. Yeah, and then you just use the title. Yeah. Um, and it's a great title. So, well, I would like whether to check out the Whether or not it means original. anything, I guess. I know at some point they draw wings on the wall in red, but uh, I don't think I understand. <laughs> like, I know it's, like, they're the red wings, but it's just, like, it's such a weirdly opaque subtitle that, like, it sounds really, you know? But then... You're just like, okay, what does that mean? Pumpkin head man. Um, this movie's boring as fucking all hell, man. Were you bored the whole time? I was bored. So I was bored for like a good a good chunk of I it. I was bored a lot of it. Liam can attest to the fact that I reacted uh, to some of it. Did you play it up just to have something to do? A little bit, for sure. Okay. It's more fun if you're watching movies with the boys to like, you know zhuzh it up a little bit but even then you didn't react all that much in terms of quantity and and i think that says a lot about you because right. or, or says a lot about the movie because you would tend to play up reactions to something that are even like if it's like just a small bit exciting but there wasn't a lot of that no there wasn't um i think the kill scenes are pretty fun because it's a big funny rubber man and he walks in and he's like, blah, blah, I'm going to get you. But and then, I'm and then 800 bad. strobe lights go off and you all instantly go blind. And some, some of them are actually, I think, really well done. Like the one where he burst through that big archaic door in the mansion and all these like flies and shit buzz out. Yeah, it's just, it's just he's real goofy, which I enjoy quite yeah, a lot. It adds to the charm. And uh, that's all just very funny to me. And mm-hmm. he's just a big guy. And they don't really explain what his deal is at all, which is great. Like Tommy just became Tommy Pumpkinhead, just like became this somehow, yeah. and it doesn't matter how something and, happened in the Iron Mind. Yeah, and maybe it does or doesn't have anything to do with any other level of like political intrigue in this town. Who gives a fuck? There's two people having sex, and he steals mail, and he wants them to stop doing that. Um, and, and the antagonists are named after a Detroit hockey team. Yeah, the Red Wings, brother. Yeah, shout out to uh, Pavel uh, Datsuk, nice, and Hendrik Zetterberg, and Steve Eiserman. Um, anyway, uh, everything else though is like very difficult to engage with. Not purely because this looked like watching a Rubik's cube try to create a movie, like it was just pixels. But um, <laughs> as Liam laid out. Um, this is all very, very underexplored, which in a certain sense I'm okay with. In that, like, you don't need to tell me how he became Pumpkinhead. I don't care. Pumpkinhead's here. But um, I would have liked to get to know some of these characters better, focus the story a little bit more. I think saying that people drift in and out of it rather aimlessly is very apt. People just kind of show up and they talk about it. And then you just get a couple, like, kill scenes in a row. And then, like autopsy scenes in a row or like crime scene scenes he broke 86 bones in his in his pelvis or whatever yeah i find that the the whole killing of the red wings in the first part of the film is really quite plotting yeah and then um the teen group feels really underused they're just i think very cliche yeah but i think if the focus was more on them and then maybe they had a little bit more to do than just like drive around with the lights off and kill witches, um, which sounds a lot more exciting than it ultimately is on film. Um, 
there's a version of this where you could spin it a bit that that's probably better but also like it doesn't have anything really going on that's super spectacular like stylistically or something like to cinematically grab a hold of i think that there are glimmers of of like formal good formal work occasionally but then also then you go blind from the strobe light because they for some reason they don't want to show you the full suit but then they show you the full suit all the time and i seem to i think that they think that the strobe light is hiding its imperfections somehow, and I feel like it's yeah. making it worse. Do you think they're using miniatures in some cases of the suit too? Some of them look the, Ooh, the scale looks odd. I don't remember. Maybe our movie just looks maybe scuffed. the movie just looks like shit. But yeah, I mean, like I don't. The biggest knock I have against the movie is I don't have a lot more to say about it than that. Would you have Would you have enjoyed it more if you didn't watch it in completely ass quality? Maybe slightly, but I doubt by much. Okay. I think the movie's fundamental problems are its fundamental problems and its fundamental strength are its fundamental strength. Yeah, I think it has a lot of problems. Yeah, like if this was like a 4K Blu-ray, like I don't think it becomes a better movie. It just becomes a better looking one. I agree with that because I was really excited about the way we were watching this movie once we started it and I saw the, the grainy VHS quality of it and just getting into that headspace of watching a movie in parts and thinking back to discovering movies in that way and being able to engage with them uh in that sort of with that sort of built-in nostalgia i was i was really hoping that i could get invested in that movie like in this movie like that and it couldn't it couldn't happen i think just because of its actual construction the construction of the of the film generally uh, yeah. Not, not yeah in how you watched it mm-hmm. how it was constructed in parts with with audio that was out of sync and Dude, the out of sync one is insane to watch because as Liam pointed out while we were watching it, it seems as though he noticed at some point and attempted to speed the audio up to catch it up. It becomes like higher pitched. Yeah. And like the lip sync gets a bit better, but it's very weird to watch it. It's a very baffling sequence. I think I counted it's upwards of seven or eight seconds completely out of sync. Which is an unfathomable amount of time in audio. Like, that's crazy. And that is also the part that seemingly has minutes missing from it. Yes. Once you go to the next part. If the comments are to be believed, I think there's several minutes missing yeah so that could be that could be a knock yeah maybe that's the, where all the good the stuff way the yeah that's that's part six yeah. that's where all the uh those part six that had that and the caption is you look like a lawyer <laughs> I just, i'm really enjoying this physical re- referring notebook. to my notes yeah and the, the cap- that watch dude shit oh yeah it's a vintage seiko dolce yeah flex on us why don't you um oh Aliyah's at the cooking <laughs> yeah let, i'll let him cook it's on manual focus um Yeah, so the, the caption reads, <laughs> Finally, I continue uploading this amazing movie. Enjoy. Implying that he had gone away for quite some time and then came back and was like, Ah, I forgot. I better do this quick. And then he did kind of a slapdash job. And I checked the dates and it was uploaded. All the parts were on the same day. So he, he maybe he took like an hour long uh, break. Yeah. It was like, finally, I'm back. Somebody gave him a phone call and was like, bro. <laughs> Where's Bro. the seventh part yeah. of Pumpkinhead 2? Yeah. Who left this fire truck here? Who left this fire truck here? Who left this fire truck here? Who left the fire truck here? Who left a fire truck here? 
Run, Tommy. <laughs> what are you doing? Run. Do you think if Pumpkinhead had lived, he could have become like a functional member of society? I'd love to see him in a grocery store. That's what I'm saying. Like, is he working in it or is he like trying you, to buy lemons? Do you think he has like a, a moderated like uh, temperament? Like, do you think he gets angry if he's like waiting in a line? No. Do you think he's chill? I think he had targets and they're gone now. I agree. I think he was summoned specifically to do a job in this movie. He was just on the clock. Yeah. He was at work. Yeah. He was just punching the clock. And his di- and he was punching some people. Man, he's got a real like he's got slap. Huge reach. Oh, yeah. He's got he's got Put a him good in the reach ring with, on him. With Mikey yeah. T. He's a haymaker. And just his design, I felt affectation towards him. Sort of like an alien resurrection, that final um, Wait, baby creature. Affection? affection, sorry, affection. <laughs> I started swinging my arms around. Just um, like <laughs> with that alien resurrection uh, baby xenomorph, where I kind of felt its heart. I kind of felt that with Pumpkinhead with like his design. He is a tragic design. character in a way. Like he a, is the, tragic. The, the comment sections in this They video, were all so sad about oh, the last so I, I gotta be, I gotta, I gotta, may I? I can't believe how many people are in the comments like this is the saddest movie that's ever been made. Yeah, it's I'm like, I'm weeping at my desk over the tragedy that. over the tragedy of Tom Pumpkinhead. And then, it's like you guys need to like read a fucking book. This had like, 70,000 70, views too, in, in some cases with some of the videos. So people were very upset about the the, yeah. the, the life and times of Tommy Pumpkinhead. And in the first part, all the videos are like these teenagers are gonna get what they deserve. This is the saddest thing I've ever seen. They didn't do it. They threw Pumpkinhead down a mine shaft, bro. Well, oh no, those teenagers. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're adults now. Yeah, yeah. And they do. These get... these teenagers just hit an old woman with a car, and they punched her and left let her in a house. And they stole burn. her stuff, and then they killed her son. Not a lot of nice teenagers in this movie. No, I guess the only teenagers we really encounter do a lot of sort of criminal activity. They rarely are nice in this show. You know, in our podcast, we we rarely talk about nice teenagers. Usually, the girl meets from... world. Okay. Okay. Which was, in fairness, a while ago. It was a long time ago. Those were teenagers, right? Yeah, but they've got a lot of problems. Yeah, but they're not mean. Were they mean? No, certainly no. not. Not this mean. I don't think they were. I don't. Yeah, they didn't kill anybody. I don't think. Oh, you didn't see season three, episode five. Fuck. <laughs> who did they? Who? Who would be the character to go if they were killing? If they were committing murders, it was a guest character named Tommy. The whole episode was actually a tribute to Pumpkinhead Two oh, Blood. Oh Rings. shit. Sorry. You hurt yourself? That was both a real reaction that I was doing as a joke. And then... Um, Did you step on something? No, I think my nail on my toe got hooked into my sock and it was like pulling. Mm. And it was very unpleasant. <laughs> pulling my sock. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I really Stop. I really dug the, the comment <laughs> section on this movie. I will yeah. say that I just loved being transported into this sort of... 13 uh, years ago. Most, yeah, mostly 13 years ago comments and this just really niche sort of zone. It was like being in a Pumpkinhead fan group briefly. And when we watch a lot of these deep cut movies for this podcast, these dollar dollar store movies, um, I tend to think, who has even seen this movie? And of the people who have seen it, how could anyone like these sorts of movies? And so it's really... It was honestly heartwarming and like really got my imagination going seeing all these people that are like, 
I love this movie. Yeah. This movie means a lot to this me. I've clearly seen it a lot ever. of times. Like, I, I think wonder, that's really cool. I wonder if this movie, if these people who said this movie is the saddest movie ever still maintain that position. What has come out in 13 years that's sadder than that movie? And I, like, I wonder if you're like, if you like are sitting from someone like in a bar, you're talking about sad movies and he's like drunk and spilling his beer and he's like, yeah, Pumpkinhead too. Yeah, he's like, they, they didn't fucking let Tommy Pumpkinhead go. Ah, listen. They, they threw him in the shed. You know, you know, like when someone's just like really drunk and they'll like spill out over the sides to anyone who listen and they're yeah. just like, ah, Pumpkinhead Just dude. waxing poetic yeah. about the tragedy of Tomothy Pumpkinhead. <laughs> she Tomothy in my Pumpkinhead. Stop. What does that one even mean? <laughs> I said some dumb ones today, but like she Tomothy on my pumpkin head. Mitch might have said Until what? What happens next? Until I blooded all over her wings. <laughs> Until I like butternut squash. I don't know. <laughs> we should have saved these bits for like October. It's just maybe we'll revisit. There's still lots of the cornucopia. October isn't all that far away, you know. It ain't. We can just not put this episode out. <laughs> little pumpkin head bonus. Go back, get pumpkin Mitch. Pumpkin head bone who? <laughs> get Mitch what? to show us how to watch Ripper 2 and uh, course correct. I didn't put on a laser disc before this app. Wow. It's true. And the conversation might be better for it. Well, yeah. we talked way more about God than usual. Yeah. God might be excited about that. The demons. I don't know if he would be. We didn't give him a whole lot of credit. Well, we he, said that he, he might demons. make us believe in demons. We said he doesn't make us believe us believe in demons. Yeah, but he Corey, you you were saying that like that. Oh, actually, for, fucking forget it. I was saying fucking forget it. Okay, fine. I was right. Roll the tape. Somebody play back the film. Um, God made shepherds pie with crust. He fucking did. You piece of shit. <laughs> she crushed on my shit. Never mind. I don't want to do this. Um, I'm just saying, if God was a just and true leader, Justin Trudeau, <laughs> shut up. If he was a, <laughs> he would have created a, a world in which Shepherd's Pie could or could not, but could have crust. And we're not doing this again. Not in my house. We're not doing this. Again. I don't think so. <laughs> shut up. Fuck you. How many movies we got in the general today? 307. Ooh, we're slowly dwindling. We'll have to populate uh, it with more. I think I cleaned up maybe a duplicate because <laughs> I've added one more, since. We will. <laughs> I added one over the week. I'm not doing the Yoda bit again. <laughs> Yoda bit's one of our greatest unrecorded jokes. Yeah. That wasn't recorded? No. no. Oh, you know what? I it was got... before the episode. Dang, that's a shame. I but know. we brought in some of that energy. We did, but... Yeah. I'm taking out Assault on Precinct 13, actually. So now we're at 306. You also probably... Should... We're keeping Ripper. We're keeping Ripper 2. Uh, I... Oh, I deleted it. Mm-hmm. I think I deleted it just so we don't randomly get it again and then be stuck. But if Mitch is confident that he can find it... I once can find it. it. Once There's it nothing I've never been able to... I can find everything. So All 306 right. then? I'll yeah, be, let me put Ripper I can track it down. On. Just got to pay me for expenses and double it if I see results. Triple it if I see Bigfoot. <laughs> That's unrelated, but if if I'm seeing Bigfoot, I'm, I may as well win the lottery. If I see Bigfoot, I'm, I'm making a deal with Life Magazine. She big on my foot? Okay, 306. <laughs>
Big money. Big foot. Big money. <laughs> no skeletons. Pumpkin pie. <laughs> no skeletons. All over the couch. Three, two, one, spin. It's another big number. It's 242. Ooh, it's a late button. Ooh. Good, good, googly moogly. Good grief. <laughs> what what was that face? So we just missed 241, the documentary, The Decline of Western Civilization 3. That would have been a fucking insane poll to just get out of That would be a good one to talk about God. It'd be fun, because we've never done a documentary, have we? No, and also, I haven't seen the first two parts of The Decline of Western Civilization. You'd be all right. Where, in your opinion, does Western Civilization start to, cl- to decline? Uh, probably tonight with this podcast the episode. The Holy Roman Empire, probably. And 243, we just missed 22 Jump Street. Oh, okay, just a known movie. Okay. Talk about known movies, Corey. We've got one next week. Oh, no. You're not, I don't think you're going to be excited. Oh. But oh, this is no. what the Genero does. The Genero keeps fucking me, dude. 242, we are going to visit a franchise we have never visited before. One of the biggest franchises of all time. Oh. Any guesses? Fast and Furious. This no. is my guess. No, we, we visited that one. Did we? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we just took you shrimp. Dude, it's like I've said. Like, that movie is so separate from the rest of them in my brain that, like, I don't even put them together. All right, what's the damage? What What is it? Not dissimilar to uh, one of the credits we talked about earlier today, Johnny Boy Wizard. Oh. Oh, no. I'm still completely oh, fuck. lost. I don't want to fucking do We're going this. to the world of the Fantastic Beasts. Oh, that okay. Oh, what, oh. Fantastic Beasts 2. I saw the first one in the theaters. Jesus Christ. And I hated it. It has the subtitle. I didn't write it down. Can Fantastic we get it in front Beasts of this one? Hey again, everybody. This is Corey after the episode for another post-production edit. You're going to be missing a few minutes of the episode here because as we went to go look up the movie... I accidentally read the wrong one. If you didn't know, there is now three Fantastic Beasts movies, not just two. So I thought I pulled up the only other one that existed, and we started talking a lot about Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore, which is admittedly hilarious, but that is not the movie that we're watching because we didn't know that there was also um, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald, which is the movie that we'll actually be watching, as that is Fantastic Beasts 2. So ignore any other references to that. We will be stuck with um the Johnny Depp, J.K. Rowling, Grindelwald train, which is uh it's really something. But uh, you know, William Castle giveth and he taketh away. And uh let's just let's just finish up the episode. J.K. Rowling is a massive fucking piece of shit, and I just want that to be clear. Are you and, trying to not do the General's orders? And Johnny Depp can go jump off a fucking cliff. So, like, I'm already in a bad mood. But didn't Mads Mikkelsen take the role? I don't give a fuck. I like Mads Mikkelsen. Sure, he's fine. Uh, you're right, Liam, because not only do I just not like those people, but like, there's no way this movie's good. There's no way. I have to find out what a... This movie's probably three fucking hours, and I have to figure out what a Fantastic Beast is. And where to find them? Fuck. <laughs> she fantastic on my bees till I where to find them. Dude, this sucks. You're right. This really sucks. Yeah.
How does that feel, Mitch, that we've swung the Genero back in Corey's face? Fuck. Well, I mean, he used to lose like, what, are you happy to, about this? We have Sorta, to bring yeah. it back. Yeah. We do have to bring it back. I still think that. We did. I stand by it. Okay, well, fucking. I mean, I'm still. I can still be mad. Fantastic. I'm a human person. I have emotions. Beasts. I just think we've kind of coasted this season so far we've on the Genero with coming no, to America. We've watched like sh- we've watched mostly boring shit. That's like, what I mean. It's been movies <laughs> that we've been able to just say it's fine, and so I'm ready for something more provocative. Is this Fantastic Beasts more pr- provocative? I think it, it very well might be. Look at we've got Corey going already. I did provoke him. Dude, I <laughs> he, was provoked. he was provoked. Oh my god. <laughs> um, Mitch, do you have anything you want to plug? <laughs> Dude, this sucks. Um, the get the general giveth and it fucking it taketh, dude. Liam, Liam, I'm upset. I've got a film writing alter ego. Graham the Haunted Marshmallow on Twitter and Letterboxd. My username is Graham the Mallow. I have a band called Guest Room Status, and I have a Weezer podcast called In the Weeds with Weezer, the Little Bitches podcast. Yeah. But mostly, I have an episode of this podcast coming out next week, and it sounds like it's can't miss material. Dude, this here's I am worried about setting a bar that's too high. Like, what if I am mid on it? What if I like it? Will you allow yourself to like it? I don't know. I think if if I earnestly loved it, it would overpower. It, it would have to be incredible. It would have to be loved. It that had to be like, some really fantastic. Beasts. Like I think if I merely think it's okay, I'm going to come here and say that it's bad because that's a better podcast. You know what I mean? But if I'm like swept off my feet by what's his name again? Jude Newt Law. by Newt Newt Salamander, whatever the whatever the fuck his name is. Um, Scamander and. And, and I think it's Scamander. In double, I'm D. confident in Newt. What if what if what if I get swept off my feet by Double D? That's all I'm saying. Uh, I have two other podcasts. Neither one of them are really operating at 100 percent efficiency right now. Strat Two is about F1. It kind of fell into a mind shaft itself. It's been a while, uh, but it still exists. Um, MK Podcast. We're still sort of stuck in trying to wrap the show limbo and trying to start the new show limbo. But if you go to Mortal Kombat Conquest.ca, you can find all that information for yourself. Um, I'm on, uh, what am I on social media? I'm on letterbox at Mr. Corey price. I'm on, uh, I'm on Twitter. Uh, for now, uh, I may truly, still? I may truly be done, but for now I'm still there. Was uh, there something big that happened this last week or is it just a gradual block button? Mm. Uh, <clears throat> which seems like a bad idea. And also just, it's just like the tone of existing on the website is just m- miserable. Like, nobody is happy to be there. Uh, and, like, all the joy has been sucked out of it completely. It was b- pretty much a joyless experience before. Yeah, but, like... <sighs> I'm not that nostalgic about Twitter. I've, I kind of I've thought... Been, I've, dude, been I've, been on, I've been on Twitter since I was, like, 12. Yeah. Um, You've been on Twitter since before this Pumpkinhead 2 upload? F- fucking, yeah. Or, like, the year of the Pumpkinhead upload I got on Twitter. Um, In any case, uh, at a pastel heart there. Um, thank you all once again for listening to another episode of They Made Another One. You can find us all over the internet on Instagram and They Made Another, which is all one word and on Letterboxd at TMAO. You can find us on Apple and Google Podcasts and 
Spotify and all of those podcast services that uh, all the good podcasts use. And rate our fucking show. And rate the show. That's where I was getting to. I'm, we're trying to encourage you to support us a little bit more directly because we don't have like t-shirts and knickknacks and shit that you can buy. But if you rate the show, five stars preferably, but whatever you feel is true and just in your heart, um, more people end up seeing it and hearing it. And then uh, we get to make knickknacks for you to buy, I guess, maybe. Um, I don't know. You can uh, you can write us emails, tmaopodcast at gmail.com. Uh, recommendations for future future episodes, questions, comments, and um, your favorite pumpkin head esque euphemism. Yeah, I guess it has to be that, right? There's really no other way to do it than like she blank on my blank till I blank, but it's pumpkin head, or he, or they, and whatever you want to do, just don't name anybody. That would be weird. Don't make this about anything. Yeah, someone's going to send in a very personal story. Dude, <laughs> this one time, the fall of 2009, <laughs> the year of the, the pumpkin head upload. When, when 2009 collapsed. Um, it's the fall of 2009. It's um, my joke for that. Uh, our fantastic thumbnail art is done by Jade Dickinson. You can find it on Instagram at Jade Sketches. And with all that out of the way, we'll... we'll uh, We'll find the beasts next week. We'll uncover the secrets (laughs) of Dumbledore. Newt Scamander. On They Made Another One.